The IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey guys, it is me, it's your dude, Icy Robots, and we're back again for another super exciting, super fun episode of the Stuck at Home Show. That's the one where everybody's stuck inside the house because there's tons of smoke outside, there's there's germs outside, there's all kinds of stuff. The world is a scary place right now, but it's all going to get better soon, you can trust me on that. I, I am back, I am at home, all evacuation warnings have been lifted, everything is fine, the air is, the air is full of smoke. And everything is bad right now, but it's nice to be, like, here. I never actually left here, but it's nice to have, like, everybody else around the neighborhood. It's nice for things to be to be normal. I appreciate all you guys reaching out. I appreciate everybody who messaged me. There were, there were like, quite a few questions from you guys about everything going on. And I thought that I, thought that I would kind of talk about the fires a bit more to kind of just, I don't know, man, make me feel a little better and hopefully answer answer some of your questions as well. This is... This is a trying time. These things are really taxing, I got to tell you, man. This is like the third time we've gone through something like this. And it gets like, it gets easier every time. But it's also also a little bit more taxing every time, if that if that makes any sense. I, I, I had people reaching out asking, like, well, just like, what's it like? Like, like what is something something like that like? And it, it's, it's kind of like this. Your, your body gets like all adrenalized. You get like all jacked up on adrenaline and I, I you like you kind of feel like I don't know I don't want to say like superhuman because that's not really accurate but you feel like you feel like you have like this endless amount of spastic energy like flowing through you like I'm running back and forth with a ladder up and down the street going up and down the ladder doing all this stuff putting out little little blazes and, and things and I, I felt like I had like an endless amount of energy like I could have kept going forever despite the fact that like I, I hadn't really slept in like days, in like days, and I hadn't really eaten either. That's another weird thing. Like, I, you don't eat. I didn't eat anything at all. Like, I think I had, I think I had like a strip of bacon from like the day before. But it's like you don't really, you don't really feel hungry. You don't really feel thirsty. You don't really feel anything like that. It's like the adrenaline kind of like covers up all of, all your body's like normal needs. But then, then as soon as it's over. Like, once everything's over and the worst is past and you can kind of, like, comfortably sit around your house, everything, everything, like, really, really, really starts to take a toll. Like, almost immediately. Like, like the day after, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm, you know, just, like, doing whatever and we still didn't have power yet. I think I was, like, I think I was listening to the radio. I had this boombox that I bring in the house and I think we were just, like, listening to the news on the radio. And then, like, my body just kind of, like... My body starts to fall apart. Like, my ankles start to hurt. My knees start to hurt. My back starts to hurt. My arm starts to hurt. Like, every every place you can imagine starts to hurt all at once because you've been running around like a spaz up and down the block for, for like, literally hours. Like, literally hours straight. And the, the pain's, like, super tense because you just kind of... You're kind of, like, just working through it. You're just, like, working and working and working and keeping going, keeping going, keeping going all the way through it. And then eventually, man, it's just, it, it just really starts to add up to you. And then, like, a couple days later, this always happens. A couple days later, once, like, all the adrenaline's gone and once, like, everything is back to normal, you'll get hit with, like, this wave of, I don't want to say it's, like, depression, but everything starts to hit you kind of like you begin to realize what could have happened. When it's going on, you don't really think about what could happen. You're sort of just, like, in the moment. You're in the moment of doing whatever you're doing. But then once it's all over, I start to feel like I could have gotten hurt. The house could have got burnt down. The wife could have got hurt. The kid could have got hurt. Anything could have happened. The whole block could have got destroyed. I could have died. The whole universe could have been destroyed by a meteor. Everything starts to really, 
like weigh on you all at once. Like your body starts to break down and then your mind starts to break down. These are these are like the periods where you see have seen me in the past kind of disappear. The last time this happened was when I, I was walking the earth. Like I was so devastated by just like everything that happened during the Kincaid fire that I began to walk the earth. Like I just left and I hit the earth with my bow staff and my backpack and just trekked out there to try to find myself again. And I don't really feel like I don't feel like to that degree depressed or anything, but what happens is sort of the things that you do, like the the daily mundanities that you do became, become like extra mundane because for like these past few days, you've been living like this real life, like this real dangerous, real exciting, real adrenalized life. And then once it gets back to like, Hey, I got to go make the Stuck at Home show, and I got to talk about cereal, and I got to talk about comic books, and all these things. These things, like, they don't seem to matter as much anymore compared to, like, how much the stuff you've been doing recently just to, like, not be devastated matter, if that makes any sense. So, I'm here, though. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. I'm just happy to be alive. I'm happy to not have had things turn out worse, because a lot of people lost their houses in this one again. A lot of these houses up in the, uh... Up in the hills were disintegrated by the flames, and I'm happy that it didn't happen to us. Fortunately, I feel like I try to think about it realistically. You got to try to keep your head about you. You got to keep your wits about you. And I try to think realistically, like, we're far enough away from the hills to where the only thing that could technically get us, I feel, would be, like, wind-aided ember, wind-aided wood, things like that. So as long as, as long as we keep our heads about us... And as long as we, like, fight the good fight, I think that we should be able to stay safe. Because I, I do live near the hills, but I don't live in the hills. And in between us and the hills in every direction is a lot, a lot, a lot of concrete. A lot of buildings. There's a school directly behind us on one side. And then on the other side, there's a school and a giant park. And a park has green grass that's watered all the time. And that's something that's not really going to burn as, as easily. But then again, I wonder, am I just telling myself these things to try to feel better? About about the situation. I don't know. Maybe anything's possible. You'll you'll do anything to to make it through the day. But I did. I made it through the day, and I'm back, and I'm happy to be with all of you guys. Hope that you guys are doing well. I hope you're doing great. I'm sitting in the uh, the office again, the office on the Earth base. The smoke is in the air, so I can't really go outside as much as I want to. the The first couple days since the smoke was like crazy, crazy, crazy smoky. Now. Now it's only, like, slightly smoky. It's smoky a bit. You can see the smoke off in the distance, but it's not, like, directly in your face as much. One of the things, when these things start to jump off, this is crucially important. You gotta, like, almost immediately, you get wet towels. You get these wet towels and you jam them into your door jam. And these sort of block any kind of smoke from getting in your house. The first couple times this happened, I wasn't really aware of this tactic. So the house ended up smelling horribly of smoke and it was awful and it took like weeks and weeks and weeks to get the smell out. But now it's it's not bad at all. Fortunately, a lot of the smoke didn't get into the house. So that's great. I was walking the dog earlier. I, I put a, an N95 mask on and I was out, out walking the dog. I wish I had one for her, but I don't think she'd wear it even if even if I did. But we're walking and we went through the um through the schoolyard and I noticed that like somebody crashed through the fence in a car. And I have no idea why, but the whole the whole one side of the fence was knocked down by a car, and you could see, like, car treads on the um, on the field itself. But then as we were going through the field, you can see all these spots where, like, pieces of wood landed it, and you can see all these little areas that burnt. Fortunately, like, it's 
there were like little dry patches all through the field where like the uh, sprinklers don't hit. But by and large, the sprinklers keep the schoolyard like nice and wet. You know what it's like, man. Schoolyards are always like green, green, lush grass. And green, green, lush grass doesn't burn as much as golden grass. But there, there were these little little spots all through the uh, all through the dry areas that, that you could see had burnt up. And man, that was. That's like a catastrophe waiting to happen, my dude. I don't know. This is, this has been rough. Another thing that's really weird about it is like when it's going on, I spend a lot of time hanging out with my neighbor, Bob, and I spend a lot of time hanging out with my neighbor, Fred, and we became like the three musketeers keeping the block safe. But then once it's all back to normal, we go back to like hardly talking to each other. Like we don't front. I don't front on Bob. When I see Bob, it's like we're fire brothers and we, we give each other a big up, but like, during these disasters, we're spending, like, all of our time talking to each other, all of our time doing whatever we're doing together. And then I don't really chit-chat with them for another year. You know, I don't, like, till there's another disaster. Then we're hanging and clanging like we're the mega powers. Like, I'm, I'm Macho Man Savage and he's Hulk Hogan or vice versa. Maybe we're the Brain Busters and he's Arn and I'm Tully. I don't know, something like that. But then it's all over and we just go back to being in our houses again, doing whatever we're doing. Another thing that's interesting is, like, once, once this, like, all jumped off, you kind of stop thinking about the bug. You stop thinking about the bug because you have, like, a more immediate thing threatening your life. So, I'm wearing a mask for the smoke, but there are a lot of times when we're just, like, talking face-to-face without a mask. So, I don't know, man. Maybe we're both going to get the bug. Maybe we're both going to die. I don't know. I hope not. I probably should get a test just to, just to see. But, um, as for now, I'm happy to be here with you guys. The more that I think it, the more that I'm happy to be able to talk about toys. The more than happy to be able to talk about cereal Instead of having to uh, live in a refugee camp without a home. So, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that in some ways this answered some of the queries you may have had about situations like this. One query I, I did get a couple times like, why don't you move? You should move. This happens all the time. And the only answer I have for that is that something happens everywhere. Like, everywhere there's something. Like, if you live in tornado country, there's tornadoes. There's hurricane country. If you lived in, like... I don't know, Montana, it gets so cold in the winter that if you're stuck outside, you'll die. If you live in Arizona, it gets so hot in the summer that if you were stuck outside for a whole day and night, you'd croak. So everything, everything has something, you know, everything has something. And it's only like been recently that this has really started jumping off. And I I like to think that like once an area burns, it's not going to be able to burn again for many years. So we're kind of we're kind of safe over that way. We're safe over this way. We're safe in this direction because things have happened everywhere already. So I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta say what I gotta say to make myself feel better. Basically, I think the answer is I just I like California, and I don't want to leave, and I don't know where I could go that I would like as much. If you guys have any suggestions, let me know. Until then, I'll talk to you guys in a sec. We'll be back with Gino Vega's lunch. It only takes a careless moment to turn this into this. Don't let forest fires be your fault. Make sure your fire is dead out. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. What did Gino Vega have for Yesterday, I see robots. It is Mr. Sensational Gino Vega calling to fill you in on what I had for lunch yesterday. What I had for lunch yesterday was I went straight can of Tiny Tots sardines. Just uh, emptied that can out onto a small plate and used a fork 
And eat those sardines. Now, these things, um, the one domestic thing I do not do around the banner, pretty much the only domestic thing I do not do is grocery shopping. Um, so these things just kind of magically appear in the pantry. But one time, um, a can of sardines that came in a red wrapper appeared, and it had uh, peppercorns in with the sardines. It was like the best canned sardines I'd ever had, but they never appeared again. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know where they came from. I'm at a loss. And that is what I both had and did not have for lunch yesterday. Talk to you soon. Big shout out to Gino Vega. You can find him every week here on the um, IC Robots Radio Network with his show, The Mr. Sensational Gino Vega Podcast, which... Which is dynamite every single week, I gotta I gotta say. I've enjoyed every single one he's ever done. I think they're I think they're a lot of fun. Whereas whereas I just kinda like I sit in front of the mic and I blather. I just sort of talk about nothing, talk about cereal, talk about toys. My guy really has some insightful uh insightful looks at life. Insightful looks at pop culture and such. But I I'm interested by this anchovy thing. I have never not never in my life ever had an anchovy, like ever. I I've noticed that my guy, my guy Gino, he likes seafood more more than your boy. I I don't really go for that like for that like fishy taste. I'll I'll have like I'll have like a fish and chips, or I'll have like a fish fillet, or whatever. But these these are very 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 moderate things. Hold on, my phone my phone is in my pocket and it's buzzing. Let's um I don't recognize that number. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick it up. I've been getting a lot of calls from numbers I don't recognize lately, and I just, I'm not going to pick it up, dude, if I don't know the number. I'm not going to pick it up if it's some, like, from some weird state. I'm not going to pick it up. You can leave a message. If you don't leave a message, that's fine. You get, you get nothing from me, but I, I don't really, like, go for that, like, super fishy taste. It's not something that I, that I super enjoy. I even think, honestly, like, shrimp are a, a little too much for me. I like, like, a fried shrimp, but just, like, unfried shrimps, I don't, I don't know, man, I... I have like a limited palate, to be honest, but that's that's okay. I'm I'm happy. I'm fine with it. I've never I've never had an anchovy though. I've never had like a fish um from a can in in any 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 form. Well I guess that's completely a lie because I do eat tuna from the can all the time. So I take that I take that back. I've never had like a whole fish from a can, like a sardine or anything like that, like an anchovy or whatnot. I've always wondered about like anchovies on uh on pizza. I've heard about this. And I, I, I guess uh, anchovies are salty, which is which is something I like. Shout out to a Morton Salt. Morton Salt. In the familiar blue package or convenient table shakers, when it rains, it pours. I think that it could be, like, an interesting taste on a pizza, but I wonder, like, when you have the anchovy, is it, like, an entire little fish on the pizza, or do they chop it up? I don't really want to know. Don't tell me. If, you, if you're an anchovy lover, don't, don't feel like you have to reach out to me. But I... I, I dig that. I dig that my guy likes it. It's cool to um, it's cool to have some variety in life. You know, I, I I pretty much stick to like the plain things. I'm kind of a plain eater, for the most part. Like this morning for breakfast, I had uh, I had oatmeal and turkey bacon, and then for lunch I had uh, I took a banana and I put it inside of some uh, orange juice and I blended it up, and that was that was lunch. And I think for dinner, I don't really know what we're going to have, and I'm sure it's going to be undoubtedly something plain, but that's just, that's how I roll plain food for life. Let's move forward into the show. Big shout out to Gino Vega. We're going to find out the latest in the battle for Oak Park. The Izzy Robots Stuck at Home Show presents the battle for Oak Park. All 
Alright, it's me and I'm back. Uh, forgive me if I sound a little, um, a little puckery. I was just eating a sweet tart. I love sweet tarts, man. I love, like, a sweet candy. But the, the battle for Oak Park is my ongoing fight for the Pokemon Go gym known as Oak Park. It's around the corner from my house. And I fight my hated foe, Bob Newhart, for it. The... The battle has taken an odd twist lately. I, I, I want to start from the beginning on this. It's it's an interesting tale. My guy Earl Green from thelogbook.com. Great site. Amazing site. Amazing pods over there. He, uh, he floated the idea to me that I should challenge Bob Newhart directly and that we should have a Pokemon Go battle, a player versus player battle against each other. And I thought, I thought this was a ripping idea. I thought that this was a great, great idea. So I went to the, uh... I went to the Santa Rosa Pokemon group on Facebook. I couldn't think of a different way to reach out to him. So I just, I posted a message and said, hey, does anybody know the player known as Bob Newhart? And a couple people reached out to me and they said, oh yeah, he's not in this group. He's on the Discord, which is like this, this phone app, I think, or it's like a, it's like a computer chatting app. I don't, I don't have it, but he was, he was on that. And then they actually factually told me his real name. They told me his name. They told me where he lived. They told me where I could find him in case I wanted to look him up. And I was like, that's that's wild, man. I would hate to think that somebody was like, hey, does anyone know this player known as Icy Robots? And the next thing you know, people are like telling him my actual factual address. But I I put that information all aside. I would never use anything like that. But it was all it was all weird to me that like people knew so much. One of the things I learned about Bob Newhart is that he actually has Numerous, numerous accounts. The Bob Newhart account isn't even his main account. His main account is under the name Captain Kangaroo. And that might be why I haven't seen him around lately, because I have not seen Bob Newhart around very much. But I, I still wanted to have this, uh, I wanted to have this battle. But I, I put it out of my head because I didn't, I didn't feel like getting into the Discord. I didn't, I didn't really want to mess with that. I, I don't know, man. It really it wasn't really, like, worth the trouble for me. I was still having fun playing Pokemon Go in my, in my normal life. I didn't mind that he wasn't there. The gym has been mine. We have dominated this region for a while now. I'm not even kidding. Team Yellow has been holding it down like crazy. We got the Oak Park, the two by the Christian school. It's all it's all good. I have actually been in the Oak Park gym for like seven days straight right now. But I, I wanted to have a one-on-one fight with Bob Newhart. But check it out. It happened. I was playing a player versus player battle on the thing. And it kind of works like they'll just like randomly pick people. For you to fight. And I, w- I was getting ready to do so. And all of a sudden, the next person in my queue was Bob Newhart. And I I know that sounds crazy. I know that is hard to believe. But I have seen it in the past pick players locally that I, I know by name. So I don't I don't think that that's too weird. I think that there, there might be some kind of like algorithm or some kind of thing where it picks people that are near to you if they happen to be on at the same time. Because I have fought a couple names I recognize, which I thought was like an amazing coincidence. But I... I got the chance to go against Bob Newhart, player versus player, and I was pumped, dude. I couldn't believe it. This was like, this was all I'd ever wanted for a while. This was going to be the war to settle the score. This was going to be it. So I picked my best team. I picked my best guys. So this was a 1500 CP battle. That's the league that I was, I was fighting in at the time. That's a relatively low league, but I don't I don't mind it as much as I I have a lot of good fighters at that realm. So me and, and Newhart are, are squaring off, all right? And the way that it works is you get two protect shields and you have three Pokemon and you can do normal light attacks and then you can build up your light attacks to do like a charged attack, like a like a super powered attack. The, the, the real strategy of the game is sort of like, how do you use your defense shields? What players do you use? It's kind of, 
it's kind of like a this versus that kind of thing. For example, like water beats fire and you want to like match up to find the uh, the way that's going to go in your favor. So initially I'm coming out, right? I'm throwing like a lot of light attacks at Newhart. Okay, I'm trying to throw a lot of light attacks and then I, I build up like a charge attack. I want to get like, I want to get through his two shields really quick before he can get through my two shields. So I throw an attack, charge attack. He uses his shield, one shield down. I save up, I throw another, another shield down. The Pokemon that I lead with is a, uh, it's like a penguin looking thing, right? And it, uh, it can quickly get to a charged attack. Uh, different Pokemons have different speeds at which they can build up attacks, but he's like, he can load up quickly. So I threw, boom, boom, and I'm like, that's it, it's over. I got both your shields before you got any of mine. Then he threw a charge attack and I'm like, hey, I got my shields, I'll, I'll block it. So I block it and then I save up another charged attack. And I throw it. This one was like a heavy. You have a light and then you have a heavy attack. I saved up to throw the biggest attack. The biggest knockout blow that I could throw. And guess what happened? He threw up another shield. He had three shields. An impossible fact. Then I saved up another one. And then he had another shield. And then another. And then he started throwing charged attacks like in a row. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like all in a row. And he mopped up all my Pokemon. And I'm thinking, I don't have any idea how this works. Guy had like five different shields. So I went online and I learned that this is like a popular cheat people have. I have no idea how you would like install a cheat into your Pokemon app. I have no clue. No idea at all. But apparently it is something that is commonly done. So Bob Newhart is a cheat. He's the scum of the earth. He's the worst there's ever been. Dude had like six, seven shields during the course of the fight. And he mopped me up and it was whack. I was really, I was really upset. I myself, I don't cheat. I never cheat. I don't feel there's any benefit to it. I'd rather win or lose than to be a cheat. Because I want to win and be satisfied. But then I also want to know that if I lost, that's fine because I tried my best. But if I cheated, there's no satisfaction. There's no satisfaction in the win. You didn't truly win. You cheated. It doesn't count. So I I am officially going to declare the Battle of Oak Park over. I won. I will have no more I will have no more dabblings with Bob Newhart. I will have no dabblings with Captain Kangaroo. My guy's a cheat. My guy is the lowest of the low. He's a Pokemon Go cheat. I I don't know anything about these cheat apps. Seriously. Like I know nothing. I don't even know how you would install these like into your thing. How do you install something inside of an app? It's 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 uh, like a mystery to me. I know that I know that in the past, I've seen people use apps that can, like, spoof your location. You can make it so that, like, for example, you're not in Santa Rosa. You're actually in Tokyo. So you have a chance to get, like, Pokemons that are only available in certain in certain regions. And I, I don't do that myself, and I wouldn't do that myself. But I don't really have, like, a problem with people doing that. But, like, going into player versus player battles and cheating, dude, that's whack. That's super whack. That's off the boards whack. I, I don't know. I know that Bob Newhart must have recognized my name because I recognize his name. And I can't believe that like a homeboy would go out there and cheat like that. It just seems, it seems so low. It just seems so wrong. I mean, I was jumping at the chance to get a fight with this guy. But if I would have lost, I would have lost. I wouldn't have had a problem with it in any way. I would have said, well, good for you, Newhart. You beat me. You're the better man today. But now I know that I'm the better man every day. Because I play fair, and he's a cheat, and when he goes to bed, he knows he's a cheat. So, 
I officially declare the Battle of Oak Park over. We're not fighting anymore. I'm not playing anymore. Oak Park is mine. I am the best. Team Yellow is the best. Let's move forward in the show. Hi, this is Susie calling with the Vehicle Service Department. Hi, this is Susie calling with the Vehicle Service Department. Hi, Hi this, this is Susie. Susie calling with the Vehicle Service Department. We sent you several notices in the mail, and, and this, this is a courtesy, courtesy call before we close the file. Please press 5 now. Or press 9 to be removed from our list. 9. You will regret pushing 9. 75 cents. You are listening to the Stuck at Home Show. The revolution will not be televised. And your knees can't take the pound. So hard running is out. And you got arthritis in your neck. And you've got calcium on most of your joints. So what we'll be calling on is good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Every time you hit him with his shot, horsepower. Horsepower. It's good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Horsepower. Heavy-duty cast iron, pile-driving punches. Horsepower. Horsepower. Blunt force trauma. Yeah! Let's start building some hurting bombs. All right, this is me, Icy Robots. Let's get to building those hurting bombs, dude. This is the HPI. This is the Horsepower Initiative where we uh, where we talk about fitness. Man, I almost absolutely lost my train of thought there. I got I got to tell you though, I'm, I'm still I'm still a bit out of sorts. I'm still a bit frazzled. Things are still weird. The the sky is blue and the smoke is gone, but it's like I don't know, man. It just uh. I don't feel 10,000% ready to, like, continue with the, with the way of life yet, and my, my HPI has suffered. I did, I did go out and hang and clang yesterday pretty big. I, I, I hit those tires, man. I was flipping those tires, pulling those tires, doing all that stuff, but I, I gotta admit, the air has been, it's been, like, way smoky because of the fire and everything, so it's, like, it's hard to get out there, it's hard to exercise, it's hard to get motivated when you don't feel the power of the sun, if you know what I mean, the Sunshine Superman, your boy here is solar powered. And I get out, I get out there under the golden rays and I feel more powerful than any man could ever feel. But when it's like, when it's like a hazy smoke and it's whack, I can't, I can't get motivated. But check it out, man. Me and, and, and the old wife were over at the, uh, at the Bible church, the Chris's goal. And we were, we were flipping the tire and I gotta, I gotta say first that we do this like outlaw style. We don't ever hurt anything. We don't cause a mess. We do nothing like that. But we are sneaking into like a maintenance area where we probably like... We probably shouldn't be, I, I accept the fact that we're trespassing, but I, I think it's for the greater good, the gyms are closed, everything is closed, and I gotta, I gotta keep my HPI in full effect, so we, we do sneak back there, and we were, we set up, like, stations, we have two tires, two giant tractor tires, and one, we flip, while the other one pulls, we attach a big rope to it, and you, you pull it along, you throw the rope, rope over your shoulder, and you just pull it, you pull it as far as you can, like, 50 yards, right, and we, we're doing that, and then, Somebody comes around the corner. Somebody comes around. We have been spotted. The guy was wearing a uh, Santa Rosa Bible Church t-shirt. And we're like, oh no, this is it. They're going to they're gonna throw us out. We accepted the fact that someday we might get thrown out. There's always insurance issues and things like that. People, even if you're doing nothing wrong, people don't want you hanging around just in case you get hurt. You won't sue. I understand. I don't really want people hanging out in my backyard or whatever. So we're we're expecting the worst of it, honestly. We're, we're like, oh. I'm sorry, man. We didn't mean to disturb anybody. And then the guy, he talks to us for a few minutes, and he was like the nicest guy in the in the world. He was the caretaker of the of the church over the 
over the break, over the summer, he's he's a member of the congregation, and he's like he's he's given the the uh, power to like I don't know. He's he's watching the church. I'm I'm having a hard time keeping my my train. I keep like wandering off, but he he's there. He's nice, and he gave us full on permission to be there. He told us where there was like another gate that was open that I didn't know about. He said we can go through that gate, and he's like, look, man. I'm never going to stand in the way of somebody out there who's trying to improve their lives. I can tell that you're trying to improve your life. I can tell you're trying to get fit. And I definitely appreciate that. So as long as you don't make a mess, as long as you don't bring any other people with you, I have no problem with you and your wife coming here and using these. I think it's great that you're doing that. I'm happy that somebody somebody is out there using these in the way they're intended. So good up to this guy, man. Big up to the Bible Church, dude. We are now official as Scott Tissue, dude. We can go there whenever we want. And it's nice because we we've always been sneaking. When we see other people there, we kind of we kind of avoid the spot. But now it's nice, dude. And he gave me his card. He gave me his card. So if I if I want to show it to who's ever there, we're official, dude. We're official as a, a licensed forty five pistol, man. It's dope. I'm very very happy about that. We we added an exercise to our our tire regimen. Like I said, we flip it. We'll flip it like a certain distance. I go for distance. The wife measures flips. She likes to do like eight flips. And that's her set. I go for like, I'm going to go from here to there and then back. That's how I do it. And then we have a rope that we tie around the tire and we pull it. We stand and we, you know, we throw the rope over the shoulder and we pull it like we're mules, like we're mule training, right? Now we added another one. And I got this exercise from watching Batman in um, Batman versus Superman, which is kind of an awful movie, but... There are a couple good scenes in there. The scene where Batman is fighting in the warehouse is just, it's amazing. That might be the greatest scene of Batman in, in anything I've ever seen in my life. I honestly believe that. But he he's doing like a workout. You see Bruce Wayne doing a workout. And one of the things he's doing is he's pulling the tire with the rope. But he's not walking and pulling it. He's pulling it like hand over hand, like a tug of war toward him. So we've started doing that, which is nice. And we've also like, we'll do that, but we sit on the ground. You sit on the ground and you pull the the tire toward you. If you can get your hands on a tire, I gotta say, man, it is like the ultimate in exercise tools. It's absolutely fantastic. I I feel like I'm getting a lot of good gains. My arms are getting huge, dude. I look like uh, superstar Billy Graham. My shoulders are getting pumped. I look like I look like shoulders Torelli. Everything's really really coming together. I look like neither of those people. That's me being facetious, but I. I want to talk about diet for a quick second. My diet is not great. And that's really what's like, that's what's keeping me back from being like a superstar. You cannot exercise your way out of a bad diet. I eat a good breakfast, I eat a good lunch, and I eat a good dinner. But then I always start to falter afterwards when it comes to like snack time. I always kind of go in for like too much ice cream or too many cookies or too many whatevers. You gotta... You gotta really keep your calories around like 2,000 for the day. And I know that nobody wants to wants to count calories, but it is important. I've downloaded an app on my phone where you can enter all your food every day and it's helped me keep like a better better uh, list of what I what I'm eating. I I have a problem with sugar. You know your boy is a sugar fiend and I cannot resist eating the candy and going into like Halloweeny season, going into Christmas season. It's going to be hard to stay away from the candy, but you got to do it. You got to stay away from anything that's like candy related. You got to stay away from like full strength soda. I do like a diet soda. I'll have like one, 
maybe two Pepsi Maxes or Coke Maxes a day or whatever they are. But you gotta you gotta stay away from the full strength soda. You want to eat vegetables. You want to eat fruits. Fruits have more sugar in them than vegetables, obviously, because they're cheap. They're sweet, rather. But if you want, you can basically eat fruit till your head falls off. If you want to eat vegetables, dude, you could eat like you could eat a wheelbarrow full of vegetables and not even be like over your calorie limit, dude. Vegetables are the way to go. Green things, fruity things. Stay away from sugary things. Stay away from uh, rice. Try to stay away from potatoes. I think it's okay to have a slice of bread every once in a while, but you don't really want to go hog wild on the bread. You really don't want to eat out too much. I know that, like, restaurants are in trouble with everything going on, but you do really want to cut down on restaurant food. You want to avoid fast food. But if you do go for fast food, you can really, like, pay attention to what you eat and sort of guide it toward a more lower-calorie kind of path. Like, when I... When I hit up the Burger King, when I hit up the McDonald's, I'll, I'll have a salad a lot of the times instead of fries, and then I'll get, like, a small hamburger without cheese. And that's not really a lot of calories, and it's a very convenient meal. And if you want, you can also order, like, additional McNugs, and you can slice up the McNugs when you get home, toss them in your salad, and you have a really good treat. You don't want to get a shake. That's going to be really bad for you. You want to try to avoid the fries. You want to avoid fried foods. You want to avoid onion rings and things like that. I think that you get the idea, but the basic idea is you got to have a lot of self-discipline. Dieting is all mental. This is where you got to be strong. You got to be tough, and you got to stay firm, dude. Let's let's get our totals for the week. Let's see what kind of exercises we're going to be doing this week. I'm going to pull three cards out of the deck. The first card is a five. We're going to try to do three sets of five push-ups. The second card is a six. Let's multiply that by three. We're going to try to do 18 sit-ups. we got five push-ups, 18 sit-ups, and then we are going to do an additional... That's a two. We're going to throw that back. We're going to do an additional eight squats. Five push-ups, 18 sit-ups, eight squats. I want you guys to do three sets of those. I want you to watch your diet. I want you to be brave. I want you to be strong. We're all going to try to get healthy, man. If I can get healthy, you can too, because I'm no one important, guys. I know my guy Gino Vega's doing it. I know the sausage is doing it. She bought a uh, medicine ball, and she's using it like crazy. Anything that gives you weight resistance is dynamite. Find some weird thing and pick it up, honestly. That's what I do a lot of the times because the gym's closed. I'll go, and I'll just like... I find weird things, and I pick them up, and then I put them down, and then I pick them up again. It's easy. You can do it. I believe in you. If nobody else in your life ever believed in you, I definitely do. I know you can do it. I know you have the fortitude, and I have the grit, and I have the discipline to turn yourself into a living embodiment of fitness. It's possible. So I'm going to get up out of here. I think that we got enough show for this week. I think that you guys are satisfied. I hope that you're happy. I I do want to talk about one more thing before we get out of here, and I... I try to avoid talking about political type things because I, I don't I don't want to as much as possible. I like talking about ethics. I like talking about morality. I like talking about things like that. But I, I do want to go on the record and say the IC Robots Radio Network officially endorses Joe Biden as the president of the United States. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are our picks. That's who me, Gino, Carlos, Sarah, everybody. That's who we are behind. I think the people up top, the people we got in office now are unethical. I think they're very bad. I think that they are immoral. I think that they are unethical. I think that they don't care about you at all. They don't care about me. They don't care about you. We need to get people in office who are going to, they're going to put America first, dude. And these guys are putting themselves first. This whole thing with the, with the bug. It's just, I'm, I'm so bothered right now. I can't even I can't even tell you just how bothered I am by everything going on and I, I I never ever wanted to 
throw out an official endorsement, but I, I, I can't avoid it. We endorse Joe Biden 100,000%. And I, I think that if you respect what we do and you trust what we can do, I'm hoping that you can throw your vote in the hat for Joe. He seems like a good guy. He may not be anyone's number one choice. I myself was a Mayor Pete guy, but Joe seems like a really honest, really good guy. Kamala Harris seems very competent. They seem like they're going to be on the ball a 10,000 times more than the people we have now. So please, when it's time to vote, cast your vote for Joe, dude. I implore you, this is more important than anything we've ever talked about before. So, until we meet again, do the time. Don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now. But you gotta believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's, stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots radio production. The announcers on this program are employed by Georgia Championship Wrestling Incorporated.